Hold on. Okay, what? Hold on. Just whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, just give me a minute so I can say, fuck, shit, damn, this fucking computer phone. <sighs> okay, now I'm ready. Yeah, exactly. It's what I feel. This shit not working. And I have so many bad words, but it's okay. Oh. Okay. I know my team awesome, so they will cut all this shit. <laughs> cut this shit down. <laughs> okay. Um, today, um, hi guys, my name is Rina Kohn. I'm a private investor, businesswoman, and person who all the time learn and study how to improve your cash flow every day, every week, every month. And today I would like to interview my husband, Louis Kohn. Uh, he, my second half who helped me open this business we started this business a few years ago like family business so i would like to ask him a few questions uh, what was challenging what he learned and a few extra interesting uh, idea maybe he can share with us so um it's louis Cole. hey hello hello hey. Uh, i would like to ask you question when we opened this real estate business what was most hard when we start for you um to me the hardest thing looking back on it was needing someone to uh kind of an accountability person because when you uh, have some stuff that you've learned and you kind of know the steps you need someone to say hey do this this week you need to do this assignment this week and we didn't have that. I, my problem in the beginning was I was kind of thinking too big, like, oh, I've got to make a million dollars and there's a thousand things to do. So in the beginning for me uh, was just have, needing someone to kind of say, hey, don't do a thousand things. I need you to do five things this week. Then let's talk again in a week and uh, kind of uh, break it down into very small bites because thinking I've got to sell, buy and sell a piece of land that has too many parts. None of them are extremely complicated, but as a new person to the business, they're new for you. So it's kind of scary and new, and sometimes you don't know what to do, you haven't done it. But once you do it a few times, it's easy. But in the beginning, I was just overwhelmed, and I needed someone to say, don't be overwhelmed, work on five things. Or if you're really overwhelmed, just work on one thing, and then let's work on the next thing, and then you get comfortable. So that for me was the challenge in the beginning. So challenge it was most for you that you don't understand terminology and it was a lot of stuff that it's new or you feel like it's so much to do list and you don't know to how organize and manage and it just make you freak out. That second part, just that there was so much to do in the beginning when you're investing in anything or we're talking about land, but if you're talking about houses where do you invest what neighborhood do you invest in land what county do you invest in what state do you invest in so kind of the just having to like choose a place okay let's test it uh you know that can take just a couple of weeks of getting started choosing your place test to see if they your idea if that's the good place to begin investing or not so uh, just feeling like there was a thousand things to do and and having and having like someone to say hey don't do a thousand things just do five you need to do this week one then week two there's going to be more stuff so i understood the terminology it was just kind of freaking out about so much new stuff not that it was i understood the words it was just all new and it was a little scary so do you have some system right now what you use with time management or like how to manage business or how to um, work with businesses or investment? Not really. Uh, you're the one that's much more, you know, organized with the time. But I would just say that for me, um, if I can, I like to work in my office where it's nice and quiet. And then I can have like, I like large chunks of time where I can just work through stuff. So that's kind of my time management system. I'm not very good with, oh, I have 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there. I like to have like two or three hours to just focus and do a lot of work. So that's very helpful for me, whether that 
where another person might be say, oh, I'm similar. I need two or three hours in the morning or I need two or three hours maybe in the evening just uninterrupted where I can focus. That's for my style. So um, that's my time management style. So do you like also, like blocking time? Kind of like you make your to-do list and after you're blocking a time and after just like, okay, don't bother me, not call, not email, and just like really focusing on my to-do list and I'm blocking time for myself. Yeah, the there's I make my list of like, um, you know, to-do list for things for the business, but some of the things involve a car or some of the things involve a phone. So I'll make like, you know, P for phone and I'll say, um, I need to, um, uh, uh, I need to do some phone calls for this to-do list, or I need to go to the car and drop some letters off, or I need to go meet someone. So car car type errands, phone type errands, computer type errands, printing errands. I try to cluster things into, now this is going to be at the office only. Like by category. Uh, by category. And then if it's just kind of stuff at the office where I can do maybe some phone calls, printing, or computer work, I'll do that at the office. Uh, and if it's something for the car, I'll try to run some several errands that are car type things, drop something off at FedEx, the mail, post office, pick up stuff, supplies. I'll try to do all car stuff together. Awesome. I like this idea. I try to make my to-do list and after I try to organize by color. So I have different type of color pen. And like, for example, if it's like red, it's emergency. It's, you need to do it right now. If it's like green, it's almost like second emergency. Uh, like blue one, for example, you can have like if it's uh, not very important, but you must do or maybe employee can do for you. A number like black color, it's like meetings for you must go. Like nobody can go and do this for you, like meeting for Zooms or something else. So you must show up. So it's kind of helped for me organize also this style by category. Okay, what do you learn from land business? So what do you learn from the business? Uh, well, I will just kind of say a few positive things about the land business. It's much easier than doing a house because with the house stuff, there's very frequently stuff you have to fix or the inspections are just really, there's so many people that get involved with houses, inspections, banks, um, all this stuff. With land, it's so nice and, uh, and relatively easy. Um, I've learned that I've learned that you can really do a business if you like have a laptop and a phone you could do this business and you do need a printer and then it's not as easy as like some of the people say oh make a billion bucks and you know a week from uh, land it's not going to be that but you can make very nice money as um, a starting business and then you can grow it into something very very productive and quit your other job or uh, you can kind of use it as a side business. You know, it, when people are wanting to say, start a second business, I remember the example of like, uh, oh, I'm going to start another business like, uh, say, a Subway uh, sandwich place. That takes a lot of money to, to rent the space, to buy the equipment, to pay Subway for the franchise rights. And that's going to, I don't know, something like around $100,000 to get started. And then the profits aren't that great. But with land, with a little cost of a printer, your phone, and then paying for some stamps to do some mailings, you can start making some nice money uh, within a couple of months. And it's just an excellent way to get started. I'm, I'm surprised at how many people are afraid to start doing a side business or try to do something new. You know, I'm gonna do some, uh, I'm gonna start a business that can be a little bit scary. But after I've been doing it for a while with you, um, it's not really scary at all. The, the hard thing about it, uh, this type of business is just learning how to do your time smart, uh, you know, stay kind of organized because there's all sorts of little things that you need to do. None of them complicated. And um, then if you start to get busy and you think this job is too much, you can hire someone to do this for you. And they don't even have to be in the same um, city state or country you can have someone help you do certain tasks with this business like answer the phone they don't have to be in your city to answer the phone they could be 
in uh, Ukraine, they could be in the Philippines, they could be in Mexico. They can always answer your phone if you're getting overwhelmed with phone calls or you don't like phone calls. Have someone else do it for you. Or there's uh, phone answering services. So you, as you start to do some of this stuff, I, I also felt like I've got to do all of this. It's my business, I have to do it. But if you can start getting people to help you, you have more time for like a, a balanced life. You're not so exhausted or tired and um, you can have other people start to do some of the jobs and you do lose a little bit of the money that you would have for profit but you get more time for yourself where you can think better you can be a better manager or owner and start to say you can't grow past a certain point if you're just one person but if you start to get a few people helping you doing certain things then you can grow a lot and um, it's more effective having a few helpers. They don't have to be full-time employees. They could just be someone doing a little, you know, a, a task or two. I remember how we start and we don't have any money. And I think uh, most important thing people feel like, I don't have any money. Like, we don't have any money. We don't have even like thousand dollars to like borrow money. And after, I remember we just uh, go to Walmart and buy like the cheapest printer, like for 30 bucks. <laughs> And we just, uh, every evening you work by 7 or 7.30 p.m. and you come back home and we just like have dinner and after we start like work a few hours, I'm like printed letters and after we like look signed for the subtitle and I'm learning my English this way and we just like sit together and what I say, it's like monkey job, we just sit in a little <laughs> lick envelope <laughs> and look signed feel and it's how we start this business and it was kind of like, uh, make like play in game and not just like freak out you need to work like eight hours every day you go to work and after come back home and you just like hey like half hour one hour every day but I think trick most important it's like you need to be consistent with your project every day a little bit a little bit not like hey I work eight hours and after like two weeks nothing or like again like I work like 16 hours like in one week nothing I think most important just like every day, like half hour, half hour, a little bit, a little bit. And I remember when we grew up and I just always thought like, we need to have team. I, I look big pictures. I like, we need to have team, we need to have people. And how we like um, have conversation about, I don't have money. And I'm like, no, we need to have a team. And like, I don't have the money. But after when we start to invite people and just like, hey, Let's hire a person who do this monkey job. I will be kind of smart and I will look big pictures and I will search in uh, or like how to spend money or how to make offer or something else. So I'm kind of brain on the company, but people who for monkey job, you can hire and it can be students or mom home and they will really appreciate because you give them a little bit income for life or pay bill. And you kind of like, okay, right now I can focus into a bigger picture. And I feel like it was a huge jump for us. We like growing so great because we like hired like one person. And after we start growing and understand, hey, it was a good decision. So we start to have second person, number three person and go, 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 go and up and up. So I think it's like most interesting how people see so small and they afraid to go for comfortable zone outside and think mm -hmm. like I need to do everything myself alone and million bucks right now and it's what make freak out a lot of people I think yeah um, one thing I do suggest anybody starting this business is that they do a deal or two by themselves um, trying to do it by themselves because when you do every step by yourself uh, you, you learn how to do all the steps. So then you can tell someone else how to do it. So it is nice to understand everything. So you need to do a little practice with, uh, you know, finding where to invest, finding a county, uh, do, do that yourself. And then practice doing some letters and then practice getting phone calls and practice uh, advertising and practice uh, selling and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, I was a little resistant to getting help also, but now that we've been getting help, I see just how helpful it is. So I encourage other people to not be so resistant. It's like if you lose 10% of your profit by paying someone, but you're able to do 10 times more stuff, that's well worth it. If you keep saying, no, it's just gonna be me. I'm gonna do 100% of everything and I'm gonna get 100% profits. 
let's say you make $10,000, but it's just you. But if you have someone helping you, you could do five times more minus 20%. It said, was a $10,000 example. So five times 10,000 would be $50,000 minus 20%. What's that? Um, $40,000. So about $40,000 profit for you instead of 10. Um, it's much nicer having someone else do it. Also, the people that you pay, you're, you're paying them to do simple stuff. So you don't have to hire someone with a master's of business. You don't have to have an MBA or some fancy manager managing your company. You say, I need someone to help me answer the phone. On the start, yes. In the start, uh, you need, I need someone to help me do envelopes. You could do a mail mailing house. You could have a student or a mom at home. Help me fold the letters. I'm going to give you the letters. You fold them and put the stamps on them. So a lot of these simple things can be outsourced to someone who's just really happy to have the, the work and they're not expensive. Some of the jobs can be outsourced to overseas. People in uh, other countries are extremely smart and they're hungry and they want to do the work and um, and you don't have to pay them as much as people working in the United States. So. There's a lot of cool stuff that can be done to make your business easier. Yeah, and I want to make a comment that when, for example, you start a business, any business, when people say nine businesses of 10, they die. And for for me, when we start this business and I hear, we, we went for different business classes, we, we read a lot of book, we speak with a lot of smart people, and a lot of people say, it's so easy, it's so easy. And when I hear like all the successful story, it's just like I won't punch like on the face this person because like hey I make my first deal after two months and I make fifty thousand dollars or my first deal like two hundred eighty three thousand dollars it's just like yeah I don't think it was lie but I think it was kind of like lottery ticket it's maybe one time on your lifestyle or like maybe one time one students on the full group for like 10-15 years practice so when people say this successful story it's like yeah maybe it exists but it's not always be happiness so when you start of course you don't know maybe the subject maybe you will make your mistake and uh, something always new for to learn so i think i would like to tell to people never give up because it's not be maybe easy have you imagined and it's also not be so hard like you think mm -hmm. because I remember when we try, it's like was so angry and so frustrated because we try and it's nothing happened. And try and nothing happened. And try and nothing happened. And I remember when we listened successful story one time, second time, three times, the number four times. So it's just like after like business class, I just go on the parking place, sit on the car, and just cry like crocodile because I want to give up and like these people liar. I want to punch everybody on the face. They like liar. I'm I'm like stupid. But after this, we have a first check. I remember first check we have after one year and two months, after so much working, one year and two months, and we have only like $900. It's just like, are you really kidding me? <laughs> because we spent hundred, like, like not even like so much, thousand, thousand dollars. And after it's like, we have 900 bucks or like $860 after one year and two months. But not everybody losers and like have speed like turtle like us. <laughs> Some people may be more successful after like months or two. But yeah, I think a lot of people freak out and some people think it's be so easy and sometimes people think it's so hard. It's kind of medium. It's not be always candy, but it's also not be always shit. So we need to be ready for like, <laughs> just not give up and believe yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember that too. I, I hated seeing people, I resented seeing people who are like, oh, my first deal, I made $100,000. That's the type of stuff that sells classes. But in reality, it's more like um, lots of regular, small and medium deals. And if they talk, if people would talk about that and say, you know, if you look at this as a business, you're going to get a lot of small and medium deals. And occasionally you might have something that's a big deal, but don't, don't expect it people who are talking about those big deals are much more rare and then if you expect that you feel like an idiot because you're not getting big deals 
Um, I think that in, in anybody that I've coached in this land business, I always try to tell them, get one deal. Because if you get one deal from start to finish, that's an education. And it really doesn't matter how much you made. If you made $500 or you made $50,000, um, more money is great. But it's also your education on your first experience of how to do this. So then the second one is easier. And it's a, and it's a free education. I mean, uh, it's not. Uh, it's time you spend time but it's not like you go to university and college for like five six eight years to have like some degree like doctor eight years and pay one hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah you will spend money but I mean maybe you spend only two months it's the education for two months maybe or like three months but yeah. not eight years or five years yeah this is like uh, you know, your surgeon has to go to regular medical school, then they have to specialize in, in surgery, and then they have to, they can go out and start doing uh, real surgery on people. But with this type of business, if you have someone coaching you, um, what you can do is you can start doing it, and then you say, what do I do this week? Okay, do this. You know, it would be good to maybe read a book and have some ideas about the basic principles, but you can get started with this business with just, just tell me what to do the first week or month. Okay, I did that. What do I do next? Okay, this is what you do the next step. Surgeons do not start cutting someone open and they go, what do I do next? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> what do I do next? <laughs> oh, this? Okay, that's a recipe for a dead patient. But with this... <laughs> land business it's much more like you can learn as you go you don't have to know everything to get started and and you're not you're you're risking you're 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 not risking much you're the cost of startup the education is important but the cost of doing it is some stamps and envelopes a printer um, you know your time so you don't have you could start this up in your in your evenings you could start this up on the weekends and uh you, you could if you save like an hour every every day or you know put an hour in every two days or 30 minutes a day you can really get this business going and you don't have to know everything because every step you kind of learn oh this is what i need to do for the next step okay good all right next step oh this is new let me read about what do i need to do or get some coaching on what do i need to do so then once you do it from start to finish what an education and it was you're right it's not like you have to go to college and get four years of education this is all really practical stuff it's not like theory like uh let's all this theory 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 it's like this is what works do it and and if it's not working kind of adjust it or find out what is not working this is all practical common sense stuff how many deals do you think people need to make before they feel comfortable or like for you for example because i remember when we speak with you about like hey we need to uh, make maybe three or five deal from start to search like places to have check on our hands so when you have full loop every step by step you're learning you learn and you're learning because I think also people make mistakes that they're like, okay, I have a, maybe start learning and I give to my uh, um, kids or I give to like employee or I give to like virtual assistant, something else. And they have no idea how to control them or what they speaking. So for us, it was most important to learn every step myself. And after like, if you start to hire new people on the team who can help you, it's great idea to know how to ask correct them question and control and growing because if you don't know the school process yourself and you start to hire people it means like maybe they not even make money and maybe they just losing money and not bring anything so we start to be maybe even miserable so how many deals you feel it was good for you or you recommend for people to make it before they feel like like, yes, I'm comfortable, I know what I'm doing, and right now I can start having my team. Well, some people, good questions. Um, I would I would imagine there's some people that don't want a team, that they want to just like kind of stay small and just happy. You know, I can do this myself, I can do this. Uh, it's, it's making an extra income, it's not, not that hard, I can do this to myself. Um, so for that person who's like, I really start to feel comfortable with this, I would say, one deal you're 100 percent not comfortable it's a it's yay i did a deal but you're not comfortable yet 
after you've done two deals you're like hey this is working i did two amazing but once you get maybe around five to ten deals i would say that's when you start oh this is starting to be real i can do it this is awesome i would say minimum five deals so for that person who's who the, the next step would not be like i'm going to hire five people one you probably don't have enough money to hire five people yeah. i would gra start gradually let's say you've done a few deals and you're like say um i want to have someone help me mail the letters okay well then that's going to be do you want it to be a mailing house do you want it to be someone in your town who can help you mail the letters so that's going to be a little bit of a learning experience of how do you hire someone how do you get someone to do that job so that's a learning experience having someone work for you it's not a learning experience of i need to mail letters it's i need to mail letters with another person doing it so you kind of have to learn how to be um you know get someone to do a little job for you i suggest start small to get you know one person to do one task like um sometimes people uh, will get information from the counties they need to have some of the uh, spreadsheet you know checked or, or uh, uh, cleaned up so you can have someone say I, I want you to work on this spreadsheet or two for me and you pay them ten dollars or something or, or more I think also like if you know all system you understand I remember how we spoke that like hey uh, I like this so much. I like to search and I like to find something new. I like this uh, kind of finding, digging something. And for yeah. me, for example, I don't have to speak on the phone because I don't understand accent from people. Or for example, I hate speak because it's not my uh, pluses, it's not my quality. So for example, when you go through all process, you can understand, hey, this is what I really enjoy. And this is what really like make my mood bad. So you mm -hmm. can maybe hire people, not like start for like, hey, mail uh, letter. What I say, it's monkey job. Maybe it's like you start to invite even your kids and make like play games so we can show, hey, how much money value and how much money working and make even your kids 10 years old or eight years old. Like, hey, you can have your for your ice cream if you can sit and look your a cartoon you can sit and lick your envelope but you have a few bucks for your ice cream so you kind of teach your kids and make play game and same way teach them how to make money or what value money but you can go through like what really you hate it or like make your mood bad so maybe you need advertisement and you're not it person or something else so you, i think it's also good to understand what full process and what make you happy what it's not yeah, you for sure need to understand the steps. And eventually as a business owner, this is a way for making money. So it's a business and then you're the owner, but you may not want to be the person that does all the work eventually. So as an owner, you need to be kind of like a strategic thinker about let's organize this business. And I heard someone say one time that for uh, there's different steps to do. It's actually a very good idea for you to make a map of every step for this process. It's not complicated, but it is a lot of little steps. And if you can make a map about uh, all of these little steps and from start to finish, you can start to look at those little steps and say, hey, I don't need to be doing that. That takes up a lot of my time and it's not too difficult. I can give this to my kids or I could give this to a virtual assistant or something. But um, anything that doesn't really need a decision is something that you can outsource. So if you wanted to have someone answer the phone for you and, and listen to somebody and get their information, that doesn't take a decision. That's just getting their information, answering the phone. That can be something that's somewhat standard. Mailing letters, that doesn't require a management type decision. Just mail the letters. Um, you know, many different steps don't need a decision. It's just stuff that needs to be done. Oh, I have yeah. a piece of land. Well, let me advertise this land. Does that make need a decision? Maybe, maybe how much do you want to do the price for it? But um, otherwise, how to get the photos, where to advertise it, what to do, that should be something that doesn't need a decision. You already know where to do it, standard stuff. So you can teach people to do kind of standard procedure stuff. Your kids, uh, your spouse may help you. You may get some virtual assistance. And when it comes to something like, I don't know what to do, this is something that's like the boss's decision, that's more on your plate. 
But a lot of these little things, you can think about it. If it's something that's little and kind of simple, eventually you'll want to outsource that uh, just for you to have a little more time on your hands. But this also could be very easily done, kind of like, uh, you know, just do it at home, take it easy. Maybe you're not wanting to make $50 million a year. Maybe you're, maybe you could be quite happy doing one deal a month. You could do all this yourself. It's not that hard. But it is yeah. nice to know what steps are kind of the easy steps, what steps require more of a management type decision. And then uh, you'll kind of be able to assign things out if you want to. I think for us, Bika was idea like business owners that when you have even team and after you start delegate stuff to your team, you feel so proud of because you give people job and you're helping people because they can pay for bill, they can have a food, and you're helping people, not just like you try to buy and flip land, you're also helping people, uh, save people money who don't want this land, and you're helping them, and they don't want to pay taxes, or they have problems, or they change life, and they don't need this land, so you're helping these people, and you're helping people to find land and sell it, because some people maybe want to have built house dream house and like have family and they have no idea how to find it so you're helping them and number three you can help your team to give job for pay the bill buy food or like take care of family so looks like when you're growing for us for example it started be not just money for us it started be like more mission to helping people and make people happy and see a smile so for me for example like next question, what do you have maybe story, what do you remember, like most happy, successful story for this business, what do you have or hear it? Um, we have a lot of stuff. I, I, I just remember very happily one time where someone called us, we had bought a piece of land from them for cheap. Uh, we tell people we're investors and you know, we can buy it for this amount of money and people say yes or no. And so we had bought some land from this family, I think, um, and and uh, they were happy. You know, Thanks for buying our land. We just weren't going to use it anymore. Uh, our plans had changed. Thanks for buying it. We, we really didn't know how to sell it. Just take it. And uh, then we got like an email from them one time saying, uh, do you want to take a piece of land from us? We want to just give it to you. And I remember thinking, this is crazy. What is this? Insane? Is this, is this a joke? And they're like, you know, no, it's a piece of land that people can build a house on in a nice area. And they're just giving it to us. And why? They were moving. They were never going to use that piece of land. For them, it wasn't so important. They wanted to give it to their church. And they said, we've been trying to give this piece of land to our church for three months, but they're not doing any paperwork and they're not really doing anything to take the land. So I remember going, well, sure, we'll take your land. Of course, we'll take it because that's <laughs> our business. We know how to do it. So we sent over like a contract right away. You know, let's buy your land. I said, I, I don't want to do for free. Let me give you something for it. You know, just a little bit of money. I think it was like $200 or something. And then we turned around and sold it. But those people were happy because, which is shocking because they were like tired of paying taxes. They were never going to use their land and it was just like, oh, we've got to pay taxes again this year. We're never going to use it. Some people and they I think they had moved to like Florida or somewhere. And so they were like, take it. We didn't want any money from it. And I was so shocked. But you will find people who are almost like, seriously, take my land or just give me something for it. I don't care. And I was shocked about how often it, not everybody, but how often you find people that are like that, that are just like, help me just take this land. I don't want it. And realtors are not very helpful. Just take it. And so we are happy to take it. And you can be yeah. too, if you're watching this video, if there's people that just like, I just don't want it. I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to sell it. Take it. Yeah. I remember when we have advertisement and sell pieces property and it was also cheap because we tried to help people our mission help people not just like squeeze all lemon and like last cents and be on the market like for two three five years and uh, i remember one um, 
gentleman uh, just called to us and like cannot believe because our price was so cheap and uh, he signed contract with us he tried to buy it we go to title company and make a deal and after he sent the video uh, to my manager and my manager sent it to me and say like hey when I have a deed in my hand from Tattle Company, look, my wife sit and cry because she cannot believe that we own pieces property and right now we can build the house. And it's like, she just cannot believe she owns something and she don't need to be like slave for mortgage for 30 years. She owns right now and it's done and she have officially deed and documents in her hand. Look, she's like crying. And it's like, this is awesome story and it's like, it's what drive us, I think. It's like helping people from buyer side, from selling side, from our team and helping people. And I think it's like when you start to help different people, your attitude change, your energy change and your like uh, life change. So when you see this happy story, it's just like, yes, I did it. And I part of some people happiness. I think it's like great. Yeah. I have two stories that I can remember fondly that are just like, wow. One is like, we bought this piece of land. You probably bought this piece of land. And I remember it was for $12. And it was this very small piece of land in the middle of nowhere. It was in an undeveloped subdivision with really bad roads. It's almost like you needed a Jeep to get to it. And, and, and part of me was thinking, well, this is a piece of trash. No one's going to want it. But when you just kind of advertise it and advertise it correctly, hey, who wants a piece of land out in the middle of nowhere uh, and you advertise it correctly? It surprised me, but like people were fighting over that little piece of land. Like we bought it for $12 and I think we sold it for 2000 and people were like, hey, do you have any others? I really like that. I want to uh, go camping or I want to have a little piece of land somewhere that I can just go and just make Nobody a fire. Finds Nobody's finding me. I have some dead people. I need to bury the bodies. I just need a piece of land. Can you? And, uh, you know, camping or raise chickens or whatever it is. They were just fighting over that piece of land, which I found fascinating. And another thing, you were very intelligent one time. I remember we were trying to sell some land. And my thinking at the time was that this land is too cheap. Was um, People are not buying some of the land because it's too expensive. So let's lower the price. And still nobody was buying the land. So I was thinking, lower the price, lower the price. And then you had the crazy idea, let's raise the price. And then when you did that experiment of raising the price up close to market value, everybody started fighting over the land. And we sold a lot of land, thanks to you. Yeah. And I that was because sorry. I think people... I think people, when they see land that's advertised too cheap, they think it's some type of trick. So uh, from this business, I've learned, hey, keep the price more towards the, the market value or a little bit of a discount, like maybe 10%. When people see like 50% discount, they're like, what type of scam is this? I'm not even going to call them. So yeah. I think that's I really remember, interesting. Yeah. People, I, I think like people don't believe it's happened and it's real because when we start, we buy so cheap and we try to sell cheap because our idea to helping people, our idea not like uh, squeeze the slim and so for us, like we sell it for like 70, 80% market value discount. So we sell it like 30% market value. And I remember we tried to sell it for like $2,000 because it's only start and we don't have enough money. So we buy super cheap and we try to sell for $2,000 and like every week you like raise like two, 300. Okay, next week again, like 500 next. And it's like almost we go for like $300 pieces property and we buy like for $200. And it's just like ridiculous. It's like you are not even make money. So I have this idea about like, hey, let's raise um price for like no reason it's just like hey it's be uh, up and i remember we find like three most crappiest pieces property but like we cannot sell like two years because we we owners so we start to pay taxes and next like so it was like 300 bucks like 400 bucks and after we advertise next day for like six thousand dollars and i remember first property we sold after 20 minutes second property we signed contract after 40 minutes 
a number three property we signed contract after like one and a half day and we like sold everything and it's just like wow it's ridiculous because i think sometimes people cannot believe that it's like hey it's true they think like it's a scam or something else and i think also what we learned from this business it's not try to lie to people like tell always true and like not try advertise everything like candy hey it's like the best piece of property your dream house can be built or something like if it's crap say it's crap and if it's like candy it's a candy because i think um very common people try make it up and people disappointed and when they disappointed they come back to you and like yelling you or like you lose your customers but if you say hey it's piece of crap and you cannot build anything only if you want to go on camping and lost it's only like good pieces property for you because i remember when we also have pieces property and we buy online and we never see this property but one time we uh drive from some road trip and they're like oh it's next to our property let's go double check and i don't i know it was some type of maybe uh not the best area so we go and drive and two property was good and i remember and we drive and i like it's our piece's property it's like empty it's our piece's property and it's like no it's farther and we drive again and like this is our piece's property it's our piece's property and like no it's farther and after you stop and like what do you stop why it stop and it was clear but you can see like like where is the devil from it's like hell you only see like top of the tree and like where's my property and like it's on the top of the tree somewhere around this like hell and you say it's our property and like i cannot it was, it was like at an angle of this you could throw out some dead bodies and they would roll down the hill and i the cannot believe and it was our property and i remember i buy this property we like for seven dollars yeah we buy it for no see it and we buy for like seven dollars fifty cents this was like three or four years ago yep. and like oh my gosh i have no idea how to sell and so we come back and start advertising for our team like really pieces crap and it was like 24 hours later it was sold because somebody buy for chicken and say hey i want to have fresh eggs so i'm like not so far so they have a, like kind of fence or something and chicken run and they like go and like pick it up eggs and it's like the best area because it's like you cannot build nobody come nobody like go and steal the chicken nobody will bother your chicken and they have fresh eggs and it's like they're so excited and they buy for like two grand so not always try to sell like candy just yeah. tell people true and kind of hey it's where it's yeah. go like i remember too that uh if something doesn't have access to it you're going to have to work on getting say an easement or you know permission from a landowner that that you think of that as being awkward but there's people that are like no problem i'll figure that out i just want that land maybe it's not next to a road but you have to go across some property i'll figure that out you don't worry about it just sell it to me or you think this property is in a flood zone this floods every 50 years I don't care, I want to buy it. So, but if you're upfront about that and say, this is not going to be great for your standard house, but if you want to put a house on stilts or you want to, you know, maybe use it for something that's not a house, this is in a floodplain. There's people who are going to buy that land anyway, because there are some people who are like, thank goodness, I want some land that's away from other houses. So don't think that the land won't sell maybe because it's not your dream land. There's some other people that want that land. Every piece of land has a buyer that's really wanting that piece of land. You just don't, uh, you just need to kind of know how to describe it to find that buyer. And then they'll be like, awesome, I'll take it. So it's surprising how many people take land that you're like, I don't think that's a really good piece of land. And they're like, no, it's perfect. It's especially what I wanted. Yeah. Um, I have last two questions. My one question, if people want to start real estate business, what do you will recommend? How they need to start and what do you recommend? What would be like first step? Uh, I would recommend you start with land business first. If you want to go into houses later, get doing some land businesses first. Um, I would recommend that you take a class or get some coaching because sometimes you just don't know quite where to get started. Uh, it, it can be overwhelming knowing 
where to get started and having a coach or a class can kind of say, these are the steps, one to 20. You need to do this for step one, then step two, then step three. So having some guidance is helpful either from a class or coach. Um, and two, I would recommend that people start now rather than later because I wish I had started this 20 years ago. And because this is a business where you can start small and do it part time, boy, I, bet it, I would have been much more along. I would be much more wealthy now if I had started 20 years ago. But I didn't have someone saying this is doable. This is not expensive. You can do it. Get started. It's not so complicated. Let's do it. I wish I had gotten started 20 years ago. So for people who are listening now, I would say if you can get started now, you don't have to quit your job to start this. This is something you can do very part time and you can start having some success and supplement your income or grow your retirement savings. Uh, you can do that right now. You don't have to wait till everything's perfect. Awesome. And my last question, what's the best advice that you receive in your life and how do you use this? I thought about that question. You gave me a heads up that you were going to ask me that question. And I just, th I was just thinking, I do not have anybody that sat me down and gave me advice like, you know, a grandfather with a pipe or, you know, some neighbor saying, listen, you really should do this. Um, I was thinking how to answer that question. I would say, what's the best piece of advice I never got? Okay. And so I'll have to answer that. I wish that I had had someone say, hey, get interested in money and get interested in your retirement account immediately. Don't think, oh, I'll start thinking about money after I graduate from college. Oh, I'll start thinking about money after I kind of get stable with my job. I would suggest that people get interested in money because without money, you're not going to have any food. Get interested in money as a hobby and read some books. Take a couple of courses because we all want to have, we want to be comfortable when we retire. I would not depend on the government to make me comfortable when we retire. Get interested in money, even if your job is something that's like not really, you know, you're not in finance or banking. Maybe you're a musician or maybe you're, um, you know, anything. Uh, get interested in money and start a Roth savings account or do some investing in some land or do something to start growing some savings and or an income stream right now. You really need to be interested in money and the, the colleges and universities, they'll give you like an education on how to be a doctor or how to be an engineer, but they don't give you any type of education about money. So read some books, get interested in money, make it a game. See if you can grow your savings account each year, get interested in it. It's okay to love money. And when I was younger, I thought, oh, money, it's kind of dirty or It's not dirty. It's something that you need for food. It's wonderful. I would like to have so much money that I have too much and then I can, you know, give away to charities. But I say I have plenty for all of my needs and then you can give away what you don't need. But money is awesome. It helps people, it helps you have the life that you want. So get interested in money as soon as you can. Educate yourself. Land is an awesome vehicle for making money. And uh, educate yourself and have fun with it. Make it be part of your weekly uh, game. Make it a little game. See how much you can do for growing your income streams and have fun. That's what I wish I had gotten from advice. I think uh, money is awesome and uh, money is very important. And uh, I think this business is also awesome. And for me, for example, I love my job. It's not even job, but I told my team and everybody, it's like hobby that make me money. Because this, if you start this business, it's like you never will stop to grow. You always learn something. You start to feel like land and after maybe you can build house and maybe you be developer. And in the future, maybe you will have like family investors or something. So you always have to grow, grow, grow. So it's not like, hey, I know how to make sandwich and the sandwich like 50 years old recipe and it's finished it's not changed this is like business always like learn advertisement new marketing for something else or like prices on new area or like year, um, sometimes like the the market changes a little bit sometimes it's easier to buy sometimes it's harder to buy so the market changes and you have to learn about the market if it changes a little bit each year 
Yeah, I feel like it's a really hobby to make money and I feel like it's great. And even I told my team that you must be hungry and be a little bit creative because uh, if you hungry for money, you always have some idea how to make this money or how to make work out or how to improve. But if you're not hungry, it's like finish. It's like you, you're in the comfortable zone and it's like you start dying. So you must be hungry for money and it will drive you so far and make this like hobby that make you money. So we like win always. Yeah. Well, one other last point. If someone asks you what you do and you say, oh, I flip land, people go, what? Uh, but if you say, oh, I flip houses, they're like, oh, me too. Oh, oh and my neighbor does. A and my aunt flips houses. But if you say, oh, I buy and sell land, like what? There's not much competition for it. It's a much more open market, um, much easier. So I really love the land market and hope other people will get interested in it too. And, and also, if you meet other people as investors, it's fun looking at them more like friends rather than um, competition, because you really make, meet some nice people, people who are wanting to grow, people who are wanting to educate themselves. A lot of people are like lazy or uninterested or afraid to start a business. When you start rubbing elbows with other people at classes or learning things, you make some really good friends and they're quality people usually because they're trying to improve themselves. Meet, meet a lot of nice people out there and they're not competitors. Often we'll share, oh, this is a great title company. This title company sucks, never use them. Oh, you should do this document. Or, oh, did you know that they're gonna be changing the zoning? Or you get all sorts of cool things from, um, you know, your friends who are also in this yeah. market. And so it, it's fun, it's, it's not a, it doesn't have to be lonely and it doesn't have to be like, everybody's my enemy. Most other people who are working in this, it's, it's you're actually not in competition with them. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering my million question. And it was very nice to see you. Thank you so much for helping me this like start family business a few years ago. And, I haven't uh, seen you in a long time. It's really good to see you on this video and see your face. <laughs> Thank you so much. See you soon. <laughs> I hope to see you soon. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>